Welcome to the Kate Take Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Brown. Each week, I'm going to share with you a tangible tool that you can apply to your mindset or routine so you can stop sitting on your hands and start making moves to make that dream on your heart a reality. This is my take on a no BS, tough love, yet gentle approach on what to do in your daily life. Because at the end of the day, you are the one that's going to find the courage to apply these things and take them into your own life and create your own amazing reality. I need you to buckle up. I need you to get ready to get real, have some fun, swear a little bit along the way, and hear my take each week on how to make your dreams go from a just a dream to a reality. You excited? I know I am. So buckle up and let's go, girl. Here's today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kate Take Podcast. I am pretty excited because today we are talking about dreaming bigger. And when I came up with this idea for this podcast episode, I was like, you know what? I got to call in reinforcements for this one. I don't want to do it alone. So I tag teamed one of my favorite people, one of my best friends, a coach on my team, and just an all around amazing dreamer in person. Miss Kelsey Fondrick, who's been on the pod before, is going to tag team this episode with me. So hello, Kels. How are you? Hello. I am so excited to be back. I know. I was like, message Kelsey, and I was like, hey, I'm going to do this episode. And Kelsey is someone who has evolved in this so much. And we talked about that. Um, you know, and I don't even remember the episode number. I can link it in the show notes, but Kelsey's been on the podcast before with a different coach on my team, on our team named Morgan. And she kind of shared some of this, but I was like, Kels, I want to share with people like how to dream bigger. And you've grown so much in this. So I was like, you want to tag team this episode with me? And because Fondy, as I call her, and you know, <laughs> it's it's a good nickname. Um, I was like, Fondy's like, yeah, I'm in, let's do it. So we got Kels here today and we're each going to kind of share like three things. And of course, I want you to be inspired. What do I always say on this podcast? I want you to be inspired, but I really want you to take action um, on not just inspiration, not just more collectors of knowledge. Um, so Kels and I are going to share kind of the three things that we did or the shifts that we had that helped us dream bigger and honestly just have a convo. Kelsey and I love to uh, blare some some uh, whiskey glasses if you're a fan of that song. And we like to drink a beer together, which we have not yet done, which is so sad. Yes, we need to do it. <laughs> and it's, it's gonna be like you're having a beer with Kelsey and I, and we're gonna talk about having dreams because that's how we roll. So um, Kelsey, we definitely need to get that on the agenda now that I am not pregnant. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> Oh, anyway, besides the point, now I'm dreaming of a beer um, and a summer day, but okay. Dreaming yes. bigger. Kelsey, this is something that you've evolved yes. in a lot, hasn't it? <laughs> yes, so much. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because right before we started recording this and Kelsey's going to share her story, we literally were just talking about dreams that Kelsey's had in her life that are now coming to fruition. I have some dreams in my life that are now coming to fruition. And so honestly, like And also just to paint the visual right now, I am sitting in my basement, which is ice cold. I have on literally mismatched outfit because I did self tanner today. I have a blanket on because it's freezing. Kelsey is up North living at (laughs) a temporary housing till their house is built. She's at a cabin with some very grandma um, decor. (laughs) So just know like your dreams can come true even when you're still in that messy middle or you're like, you know, my mom is upstairs with Ellie. So just know the dreams come to fruition for more dreams to be built, even if the middle part is kind of comical. (laughs) Yes. 
Yes, that's so true. And it's like exactly how it works out. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, you, you look back when you're like creating your dream life when you, and you're like, oh, remember these benchmarks? And it's sort of that quote of like what you, I don't know, like what you wanted in the past is, I don't know, sorry, mom brain, but what is it when they say, Kelsey, where it's like what you used to pray for in the past is what you have now or something like that. Like be grateful. Do you know yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, be grateful for what you have because you once prayed for this moment, like even yeah. when it feels insane, you know, yeah. like I've had to think about that so much lately in this transition, we're moving and all this stuff. And it's just like the days you're frustrated it's like, oh, well, I actually dreamed a lot for this and worked really hard for this. So like celebrate and take in the parts that kind of feel like stuff because they're going to be gone in an instant too. Oh, so. oh, I needed that for myself because I'm definitely still yeah. in some of this transition too. So let's dive into it. I'll kick us off here. So how to dream bigger. So the first thing for me that I started to do that actually sparked me, I think even dreaming bigger was when I became a coach. And so the, the reason that this sparked, you know, how to dream really for me was I got inspired by other coaches. So when you sign up as a coach, we do have a weekly training podcast that like the corporate people put on. And each week it's called the national wake up call. It's the team beach body coach podcast. And each week, um, there's a different coach that's interviewed and they usually teach you something that you can implement in your business, but then they always share their personal testimony and story of how coaching like impacted and changed their life. And so I, you know, all you need to do to be a successful coach is be coachable. My coach said, listen to this podcast every week. And I said, okay. So I started listening to it and it was like each and every week. And I would, I actually binge the podcast. I think Kelsey's similar in that, but like I went back and started listening to like all the old episodes because it was so inspiring to hear normal person after normal person after normal person talk about their dreams and how they came to fruition and how coaching taught them to dream bigger. And it really did beg the question for me of like, why not you? Like at 24 years old, I was driving to this teaching job. And for me being, being a teacher to me was the only path to really make an impact in people's lives. But it really started to get the wheels turning in my head of like, no, you could do other things besides just staying in this one lane that you think you need to stay in for the next 40 years as a teacher. And so I really think like the first step of dreaming bigger is to get, is borrow other people's belief in a way, like borrow other people's inspiration. And there's a very fine line between inspiration and comparison. And, you know, I think people can get trapped in comparison, but truly like get inspired by somebody else's story and then think about what could I do? And what I wrote down on my notes here that is an example I've used before is I want you to go back to like when you were a kid and you played make-believe or you were in your room. And I, I think I've shared this on the podcast before. I think I've shared this with Kelsey before too, but you know, little Kate, when I was a little girl, I used to take my like really shitty B squad. I mean, I, believe it or not at five foot two, I was not a good basketball player. <laughs> I've always been more of a musical kind of gal, but I would take my shitty like basketball trophy and I would pretend it was like an Oscar in my bedroom as a kid. And I would like practice my acceptance speeches. And I would like, literally, like, I remember like idolizing like a Julia Roberts. And I'd, I'd imagine it's like, but why do we lose that as an adult? 
like we lose that childlike ability to dream. Like if you ask a first grader what they're, what they want to be, they want to be a space cowboy, ballerina, princess, and a doctor. Like why, like, you know what I mean? It's like hearing other people's stories brings you back to that childlike ability to dream that like society hasn't squashed yet. And there was no limit as a kid. And that's what hearing other people's stories on that weekly podcast really opened the door for me was there doesn't have to be a lid on your dreams. Like there can be a door open of possibilities. And so my kind of tip one is get inspired by somebody else and everyday people, right? I think that's the key. So that's my first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I love that. And I think that, you know, just to backstep a bit, like the purpose of this podcast and why we're doing this is because um, so many people do lose that ability to dream bigger or just like you get so caught up in the shuffle of life. And that's really my story is like, you want to check this box and then you want to check this box and then you want to do this. And then you get to the end of the list and you're like, well, what do I have to show for it? Like, who am I as a person and what impact am I making beyond just all these things I have on a resume or like on my, on my LinkedIn profile or like whatever it might be for you. Um, we just, we forget what dreaming bigger means and like why it's important and that you can still have that fire in your belly when you wake up every day and it doesn't have to feel just like a day in and day out. And of course it still will sometimes, but um, that's really the importance of it. So, I mean, my first tip is really simple, kind of like Kate's like, you know, she, she became a coach and she did this, but for me, it was really working on myself. And that was like right before I started coaching and I really got into it um, as a coach and made it a priority. And what I mean by that is taking time to, um, you know, of course, like, eat well, get a workout in, do personal development journal, but really taking time to just sit with yourself and be with yourself outside of what you are to the rest of the world. And, you know, that might be being a mom or being a wife, or for me, it was my career that I was so vested in. And I just never did things that were going to make me grow beyond what I was doing in those titles or in those boxes. So I wasn't allowing myself to have the self growth of just being a person like, and I think we can get so caught up in that so easily. And, you know, for me, that started with joining, you know, I joined Kate's challenge group as someone who wanted to just start a health and fitness program. And then I did it like piece by piece. I, I worked out, I drank more water, I did this. And then I started listening to, okay, well now I could be a coach and I can help others do the same. So it's just really those building blocks, but allowing yourself to sit with yourself, work on yourself and get that self-awareness that you need in order to set the stage for you to have that slate of what it looks like for you to dream bigger. Like, because it doesn't matter if you are like, oh, everyone says I should do this and I'm going to dream a big dream for them. Like, it's just not meaningful and it's not going to give you the fire in your belly. So yeah, self-awareness and, um, you know, that self-growth for you and not anybody else. Yes. I love that. And it is, it's so easy to get caught up in your titles. Like you said, checking the boxes, like I had such a major shift eventually, like an existential crisis. Like as I kept dreaming bigger was like, oh, maybe I don't want to teach anymore. And it was like, like, you know, it was like, that was my whole identity. And I just love that point, Kelsey, because it's like, you can't dream bigger if you don't freaking know who you are. Because if you don't know who you are, you don't know where you want to go. So I, I freaking love that. Exactly. Um, okay. The second one, Kelsey and I were kind of giggling at when we were sharing what we're going to share, but because this is totally my Enneagram threes out there, but if you're, you know, a nine Enneagram nine or the sixes or the people who get stuck in fear, I say this with love to you, but this tip is for you. And that, that second tip for me of how to dream bigger is to take action on that dream. 
you know, by listening to this podcast, it is kind of my pet peeve. If you just, I listened to your podcast and then I didn't do anything. And then I listened to another podcast and I didn't do anything. It's like, stop just being a collector of knowledge or stop. Like, I think people get like inspiration high. So like they they'll listen to this person or like the national wake up call, this podcast, I just, the beach body one, like you could get addicted to just listening to people's tips and their stories and then just do nothing about it. And you paralyze yourself and instead stop being passive and actually take some action on starting to build those dreams. And so what I mean by that is you got to start small, right? So maybe it's opening up a personal development book. And then when that book tells you to take action or gives you a tangible step, you actually take it. Like stop just like Kelsey just said, like crossing the boxes off of life, like wife, married, house, corporate job, like stopping like, I read that book. I read this book. I read that PD. It's like, no, go implement what these people are telling you to do. Um, because if you actually take action, I am such a firm believer and you know, everyone is different how they tick for me personally, when I take action, it builds my belief. And the reason it builds my belief is because I'm a person of my word. I'm following through with what I said I was going to do. And that alone builds the belief. If you say you're going to do something, do it. If you're going to read that personal development book or listen to that podcast, implement what they're teaching you and actually do the damn thing. And so I think that's the first key. And then the second key is actually sharing that dream or that little flutter. Maybe you don't know even the big dream because the dreams change as you grow, but saying it to somebody outside of yourself and outside of your head. And so for me, that actually, I really think started with the coaching team as I got, you know, as a coach and hustle with heart was a way, way smaller team back in those days. It was sharing with those, those few other people, those five or six other girls on the team, like, what if this happened? Or what if that happened? And for me, a big part of my initial dream was actually not having to teach summer school. So it's, you know, I, I, I had to do shit like that in the summers and I didn't like it because it was a lot of work. And honestly, I wanted to sit on my butt after teaching all year. And so one of my first dreams as a brand new coach that first year was to have enough in, um, supplemental income from coaching to basically not have to teach summer school. And it was so cool because that first year goal, it happened because I, you know, worked for it and showed up. And so it's like, it's small things. Now it's bigger things. Like I shared my dream eventually of not wanting to teach, of wanting freedom and flexibility once I have a kid. And but you have to tell someone because it is not real if it stays in your head. Again, remember the first example, when you're a little girl, you're not afraid of sharing that shit. You, like I was holding a, a, a C level basketball trophy and I was telling people I was going to win an Oscar. Like go tell someone what it is you're going to do as an adult and tell someone you trust, your husband, your best friend, your teammate, someone at church. Just tell someone because if you can say it out loud, it can come to fruition. And I'm a huge believer in that. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I think it's, it just makes it more real to mm -hmm. like um, saying it loud to out loud to yourself. And that was one thing I had written on here too. It's just like, say it to yourself first and just let yourself entertain the thought of it. Because um, when you have a big dream or even though, like for me, I had this point where I was like, I had these conflicting feelings of like, what, what's my next path or like what I want to do. And then I just let myself say it. 
it and let myself be like, well, what if I did this and how would that feel or how would that look? And that doesn't mean like you're committing yourself to a completely different life, right? It's just like, you're allowing yourself to step into that person and be like, okay, this is what it would look like. Do I like that? Do I not? So I really like that point, Kate. Um, my second one, I think kind of along with what you said, when you like, when you started as a coach, you know, you listened to these podcasts, you got inspired, all this stuff. But for me, it was really, um, not just listening to the people dreaming, dreaming bigger, but like getting in the arena with them, because I know there's that phrase of, you know, you are the average of the five people you hang out with or whatever it is. And it doesn't mean you need to change your friends or like break up with your boyfriend and find someone new. It's just like, you need to get in a different circle at sometimes, or one phrase I really liked that I heard is make your circle bigger because you don't have to necessarily block everybody out, but make it big enough that you are inviting the people that like scare you and that are different than you, because it's going to help you open your mind to a lot of things. And yes, I get so inspired when I listen to, you know, national wake up calls or when I listen to personal development and all that stuff. But when I'm actually having like the daily conversations with people that have come before me that have seen some of their dreams to come to fruition, like that is where I get inspired to take action too, because I'm like, okay, well, if they did it, then I can do it too. Like they really have paved the way for me. And, you know, I, it's still funny because I can still remember, you know, there's this um, leadership conference in Beachbody that is for like emerging leaders. And when I started as a coach, that was when Kate went to it. And I could still, I could still tell you the picture that she took on stage and she was wearing this red long sleeve thing with these sleeves and she was talking <laughs> to all these people. And like, it didn't necessarily mean that was a dream of mine, but I can still pinpoint like, wow, that was really impactful for her. And now I know like, I could do that too, or I could do something else, but like she painted the picture of what was possible based on her dreams. So like being able to sit and have conversations and um, that's it, daily, you know, like for us, like we're in messenger threads, we're in this. And then we also have big events where we get together and we get to drink beers and hang out and all that stuff. But uh, oh, oh, so much, <laughs> but um, yeah, just getting around people that challenge you and you know, I'll, I'll caveat this. And I, I actually wrote a post about this yesterday, but sometimes it can be hard. Like when you are on that path to self-growth and like you want more for your life, like you have to still remember that everyone else around you that was once in your life can feel really like limiting. And that's such a hard like path to come by because you feel like you're you're going against the status quo or you're doing it different and people don't understand or like they don't support your dreams. It's like, that's why you need to get in the arena with the people that are doing it too. So um, you know that there isn't a lid. Like, I don't know what's that thing. If a shark grew up in a fish tank, it never would grow to the size of what an actual shark is supposed to be. Like, like be the damn shark out in the wild, yes. you know, like get out there. So totally. And it's intimidating. Like, I remember going to like my very first, it's so funny how you have those like little memories when you first started coaching, like of like the people that you were like, Oh, she inspires me a little bit or like, Oh, look what she did. And it's like, even for me, the very first time I hung out with my, with my mentor, Molly, our friend, um, and Molly has been on the podcast too, before it was literally her and three other girls. And we went to a yoga class on the rooftop of Brit's pub and I remember being like, oh my God, I'm going to yoga with these coach girls. And it's like, we all were like little baby brand new coaches who like, maybe we're making like, maybe making $50 a month in coaching. And I was still like, yeah. that was, that was a bigger arena, yeah. right? It was a bigger fish tank. 
And it was people who were doing like the personal development or they got really good results from their program. It's like, you do, you know, Kelsey's way nicer than I am. And she's like, you can just make your circle bigger. I do think some of you listening to this podcast though, need to find a completely brand new circle. And the reason you're stuck is you're around a bunch of people who are a lid, not only a lid, but they are a suck and they are not letting you dream bigger or they're putting it down. And just like Kelsey said, like you, your circle sometimes, like you do have to sometimes, I believe, see, this is where me and Kelsey differ. You sometimes do have to shut a door to open a window. And I will be frank, there are friends in my life that eventually were bye-bye quickly into my coaching journey because they judged it or they didn't like it. And my, my friends who are not beach body coaches who support my dreams, they are in a, in, in their own circles of bigger arenas. And like, they don't give a shit that I'm growing in this arena because they're growing in their career or their, you know what I mean? So it's like, sometimes you do need to eliminate people and you, and if you want yeah. to have a life that you really want, like you have to stop be, well, we've been friends since we were two years old. Okay. Well, does she help you dream bigger, lift you up and support you? I don't know. Maybe you do need to go find mm-hmm. that other circle, but yes, totally. Like this is also a plug where it's like yes. our retreats with our team are like life-changing. I'm hosting one for our team in November. Mm-hmm. And then there will be another one in early 2022 for like our whole team, like get in the freaking arena with us. Like come hang out with me and Kelsey and have that damn beer. <laughs> like, let's freaking go. Yes. Like, just, amen. Amen. It's so freaking life-changing. It really, truly is. Um, okay. Ooh, I could just think, talk about our team all day long. Cause I get so hyped. Okay. Third one though, that helped me dream bigger was I read a book by Danielle Laporte and it is a really good book on how do you want to feel? So it's called the desire map. I've definitely talked about it on the podcast before. So if you have now listened to all the episodes and you've heard me reference this book and you haven't read the book yet, there's your clue to go take action. But I vividly remember reading this book. Um, My family actually took a trip to Iceland and this was probably the summer of 2017 going into the next school year and the whole book or like my second to last school year, I think I can't remember exactly, but I remember binging it in the back of the car ride during um, our trip around Iceland, like, cause you drive a lot when you're there. Cause that's what you do. And the whole book focuses on how do you want to feel? And this is for the achievers listening out there who like shiny objects, who like to be number one, who like to kind of collect winning, right? You like to win. It's like, you're in an arbitrary race against everyone. And it's like, no one else is in this race. And it really shifted my mindset of like, oh no, how do you actually want to feel in life every single day, Kate? And I love going back and rereading the copy of that book that I have. Cause I was, cause that book is sort of like a book and a workbook. And Danielle walks you through the exercises of how do you want to feel and then create your goals and your dreams based off of that. And it is creepy. It is so creepy to read that book now of the ways that I wanted to feel and what it was I wanted then because I actually have it now. And it's like Kelsey just said, and I I have been super frank on the podcast about this and on my social media. I love being a mom right now. I'm loving like having Ellie in our life, but this shit is really hard to adjust to as well. Like I have FOMO of my old life sometimes. But I, you know, in those moments right before this, and Kelsey said, it's like, sometimes when you're in a new messy middle, like what you are, like where you are today is what you wanted maybe five years ago. And so it's so crazy how much your life will shift, my friend, when you start thinking about 
How do I want to feel? And then make your goals in accordance to that and make your dreams that way. So something I used to always write in that book, because when I was a teacher, it was always up early running to work. And like, I worked in a very crazy setting. So sometimes it was like, Oh, I got a chair thrown at me today. Or like, Oh, this kid like threw a pen, a pen cap at my head or glue stick. Glue sticks were popular. Those were fun ones to throw. Um, um, but (laughs) it's like, honestly, like it was always so rushed. And so, so much of what I wrote was like calm, slow mornings. And this morning I literally drank coffee, watching a cooking show with Ellie and we snuggled and I watched her smile and laugh and she's so fucking cute. And then my mom came here and now I'm doing this with Kelsey and I'm still in my pajamas. Not every day is like that. I still like a hustle. I still like to get up, but it's like, that was written in 2017 and now it's real life in 2021. So how do you want to feel and base your dreams and your goals off of that? Because it's so much more tangible when you write down and write it down, write down how you want to feel. Don't just think it in your head, write a vision. And this is something I think Kelsey can definitely jump into and add as she speaks to, because Kelsey teaches me so much about writing my vision and being really clear to use that as a tool, but do that. And then really think too, like, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Because if you base your goals and your dreams off of how you want to feel, you're not going to fail because there's nothing to miss because it's a feeling that you're trying to achieve and not a shiny object that you're trying to chase. And that's something I need to still remind myself of is like, how do you want to feel Kate? What do you want to cultivate? How do you want to help other people feel that too? And not just what title do you want or, you know, accolade do you want next? It's how do you really want to feel in life? Because that's at the end of the day, what you're going to remember when you're 85 and you look back on your life, right? It's how you felt every day, not what you achieved. So that's my third tip. Yes. Yeah. And I think we forget that, like, again, like when you're checking the boxes and you're just going in the day in and day out, you're like, well, I'm just trying to get there. And then you forget what there even means to you. And then you get there and you're burnt out, you're tired, and that doesn't even make a difference. So, um, you know, I'll just one like insert thing. So you had sent me the sermon last week and I finally listened to it over the weekend. And I was thinking about like those seasons of transition when you are in the messy middle and you you're frustrated, like for you, it's like, yeah, you're, you're grieving some of your pre-mom life. And for me, like, I'm like in this messy thing of like, we're moving and we're building a house and all this stuff. And that's like, we're on the way to where we want to be, but like, we're in this middle. And Um, sometimes when you're doing that, you feel frustrated again. And there was something they said in this um, sermon and it says, if you judge it in the process of doing it, you're interrupting the power of it. So I think sometimes when you're in it and you're like, why am I doing this? Or like, is it the right thing? Should I step back? Like, I can't step back for being a mom, but like, whatever your dream is, like, it's just going to feel hard at some point. And it's like, if you stop, you're three inches from gold. Like you're just, you're so close and, um, you have to just keep going. So yes I, I always I love, love it um yeah so my my yeah yeah so good um so my third point is um you know like Kate said write it out you know do what you need to do like ask yourself how you want to feel but um I also did this exercise with my husband and I still remember it had to be two years ago now we did a team call and it was probably like new year vision board like type thing and um you know, they said at the end of it, like, go write down, like, A, if money, time, whatever was no object, like, what would you want your life to look like? And how would you want to feel? And I remember another coach on our team, Meredith Forsgaard, she, she might've been on this podcast once already or, or will be in the future. But um, 
she said, do this. Like I did it with my husband and it made such a difference. And, you know, my husband is someone who is so supportive of like me and anything that I want to do, even if he's not like, you know, he's not like super involved with my coaching business, but he's like, do what makes you happy. Um, and I sat down and I did this with him and I think it was literally like two years ago on the dot. And we wrote down things like, I said, what kind of car do you want? Like, what do you want your job to look like? What kind of house did you live in? Like, what, what did your job look like? And at the time he was in a job he really didn't like, and he was kind of in a, a bad place. And we all know what that feels like. So for him, it was like really uncomfortable to like sit down and do these things. Like, I remember I had to pull it out of him, like, <laughs> And he was like, I want a blue truck. Like, you know, guys sometimes have a lid on their dreams too, but yes. it's like, I want to be outside. I want to have a job where I'm like doing this and like, or working with kids or doing conservation. And I was like, we wrote all these things down and I probably could find the notebook somewhere still. And, you know, right now we are in the process that we just sold our house. We are building a new house and we were sitting on our porch yesterday. It was 90 degrees because the cleaning ladies were in our house for the very last day, <laughs> like to clean everything out. And I sat there and I was just like, Andy, like we probably never would have done this without um coaching like do you remember when I did that exercise with you after a teen call and he's just like he's like well I kind of do I was like do you remember like we wrote down that you wanted a blue truck you wanted this house you wanted all these things he's like yeah you're right we pretty much have accomplished all of that and at the time it had felt so far off so far off you guys and and it's only been a couple years and I was just like we if you hadn't have done that, if you hadn't have wrote those things down, if you hadn't have like put that vision out there, like it wouldn't have happened. So it was really cool just seeing him come to that realization, but also helping him realize like we can do that with other things too. Mm -hmm. Like we don't have to just settle and like, of course, of course we're like going towards our dreams or whatever, but it's like, once we get them out there into the world and ask ourselves, what do we want our life to look like aligned with how we want to feel like having more freedom outside, having more land, having more time with like space to have time with family. Like we've already are creating that. So what if we took that one step further, like as we keep going down the road of our lives. So um, doing it with the people that mean a lot to you, because it gets them on board with your vision too. Even if they don't understand like the vessel or the Avenue, like maybe your coach listening to this and your spouse isn't supportive or they don't get it. Or like your friends don't get it. It's like when you can get them on board with the vision that's all that matters. It doesn't, you know, the why is what matters, not the what, um, because they'll have the buy-in from the why. So um, that was my third thing mm. that I had. I love that. It made me think of a quote that Kelsey's definitely heard me say this, <laughs> is we underestimate what we can do in 10 years and we overestimate what we can do in one. And it's like, sometimes we will set these big goals. I'm like, I'm going to do this this year. And then maybe we don't check those boxes or do the yes. things that we wanted to do in one year, but that's fine. Like there are certain goals on my vision board that have not happened for a couple of years and I'm not taking them off the board. They're technically my yearly goal, but the thing like Kelsey just said, it's like they have accomplished these things in a couple of years that felt so far off. And I say this all the time too, to, you know, I actually had a brand new coach who started the other day and she was, she said something to me of like, I don't know, she was comparing herself to me on something. And I said, Megan, do not compare your chapter one to my chapter 35. You have been a coach for five days. I have been a coach for five and a half years. I was like, our journeys look different, but I started exactly where you were. 
just like Kelsey said, we're using the vessel of coaching. You can use whatever freaking vessel you want. Maybe you're going to go make all of the crocheted hand puppets and that's your business. And that's, what's going to get you to your dream. Cool. I can't wait. Send Ellie one. Um, but like, honest to God, the biggest thing I think too, to take away from this is like, you're not going to get there if you never start and you're not going to get there if you quit. Because Kelsey and I have seen a lot of people who have told us some really awesome freaking goals because this we're in that arena, right? We are in an arena of women who dream as a coach and we've seen people come and go. And the ones who stick and stay are the ones who take that action, share that vision, keep going when things get hard. Realize like Kelsey just said, you are three feet from gold and they keep going because they know that eventually they will get there and it is within your grasp. You just have to give yourself that permission to succeed. And one other thing I'll just reference here too, as we're kind of wrapping up this sermon that, and we have to like do the chain here, Monique Scripp, who's been on the podcast before, who's, um, I work with her monthly as my business development coach. She told me about this sermon, which I sent to Kelsey and it's a Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church. Even if you don't like have faith, I still think it's like a good podcast to listen to episode and it's called your season to succeed. And it's freaking amazing. It is like so, so good. And it's about ways to rethink success and it will definitely help you dream bigger and just everything. And so if you're listening to this today, my friend, you know, Kelsey and I, the reason I invited her here is because like I said, I, it's so cool. I got, you know, this was a few months ago, but like when Kelsey sent me a picture, so Kelsey, here's her image. She had the image of me speaking at our new leader conference in 2018 And, you know, that helped her dream bigger. But for me, like the reverse of being Kelsey's friend and mentor and like seeing her grow in this is that when she opened up and finally admitted what she wanted in life. And one of those things was this house, right? I was all game. I was like, hell yeah, you're going to do this someday. Right. But of course, Kelsey has to go through the steps and the motions to make it happen. And a few months ago, it was literally just a message, Kate, I think we're going to go look at land. We're just driving around. We're just getting an idea. And then one day I get a picture of actual land and Kelsey's like, Kate, we did it. Like we found it. And it's like, that gives me chills down my back and it could actually make me cry because it's like, that was a dream just a couple of years ago. And then it was just another idea recently. Like, oh, we're just going to look. And now Kelsey's literally, they're building the house that they want that felt so far away. It's like, there's no reason you listening to this cannot do that too. We described ourselves in the beginning of this podcast. Kelsey is in grandma's house (laughs) with a very interesting house plant above her. And I am wearing literally mismatched clothing in my basement, like hot mess mom, like gotta go get pump in here in a second. Like you can do it too, because these are two of your girlfriends telling you that you can do it. So like, Mm -hmm. please know that you can, if you're listening to this. Kelsey, do you have anything else to add? Oh, man, this is really, really good. Um, you know, I think the only other thing I would say is that, you know, again, it can be intimidating sometimes when you start to do this because you've never done it and it's going to feel uncomfortable. And that's when you know, like you're doing it right. Um, but another thing too, is just like, don't forget to celebrate the small wins and the small dreams along the way, because those really do build confidence for you. Like, I remember when I got my first, like, you know, X amount of paycheck, or I could pay like this bill with it, with coaching. It was like, that was so exciting to me because I never knew what that felt like, but it also gave me the confidence to be like, okay, well, if I did this, now I can do this, like the drops in the confidence bucket. So, um, you know, when you're looking at these big dreams and they feel really far off, like 
you just have to step into the person that would achieve them and you'll start to do the littler things as you go and eventually you're going to get there and be like well holy crap I did it um so that's probably the only other thing I would add to this so I think we nailed it what are they we've had so many good um quotes that we've probably fucked up this whole time but like what do they say like you can only eat an elephant one bite at a time which like I hate but it's so true like you you gotta do little pieces of this yes this is now the fuck up all the quotes podcast and you don't actually know what they are, but we hope that the person listening can like mostly get the idea. <laughs> um, okay. Wow. Most professional podcast in the world, the Kate take. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, it's good. Kelsey, I'm so glad you came and joined me. I feel like I'm going to like bring you back like more often because I, I do feel, I mean, I'll be here you are here. Well, you're far away from me now. I, I again, now I'm like, cool. Now you don't live 10 minutes from me, but it's for a good reason. Um, but thank you for coming and sharing. I mean, you are someone yes. that like, you know, I look up to you. Like if I ever have moments where I'm like, oh yeah, no, but like, like I look up to you and how you dream about stuff. And it reminds me, especially too, you're always my good reminder. Like Kate, remember like the little things along the way. It's like, I think we all need that reminder. So it's, yes. it's good. I had your brain on here to help remind the listeners of that as well. So, um, Kels, where can people find you on social? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey Fondrick, K-E-L-S-E-Y-F-O-N-D-R-I-C-K. Yes, go follow Kelsey. She makes funny reels that make me laugh. Um, And she's just awesome and inspirational. And of course, you can follow the podcast at the Kate Take Podcast. You can follow me on my personal Instagram um, at underscore Kate Brown, where, you know, the normal shenanigans of my life here, you know, and, and again, Kelsey and I show up in this space for you because we're right in it with you. We want your dreams to come true and we want you to go take that inspired action. So go do that today. Share the podcast. If you listen, when you listen, share, um, on your stories, tag Kelsey, tag me, um, and share it with a friend who needs to hear it. So thanks guys. And I will see you next week for next week's episode. Bye.